Coming up, you listened last week as we drafted 30 movies. Now we analyze all 30 to see how we think they'll do at the box office and how our teams did in the draft. It's the Post Game Report, and it starts right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 125, recorded October 11th, 2018. Movie draft, post-game report. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast where the two hosts agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by our top analysis, uh, our, our, our pro in the spreadsheet, our, our man crunching the numbers over there. Uh, he is, uh, he is a, an all-time pro when it comes to the movie draft. It's Matt Mariani. Hey, we're, uh, we're back. Movie draft number four, five? Number six, Matt. Number six? Number wow. six. Can how, you believe it? How the time has, has Can you believe just it? scooted on by. And I'm glad you're here, Matt, because, you know, you watch all these, like, football post-game reports, and usually the guys on there, they're always, they're wearing their Super Bowl rings. It always says, like, a oh, Hall of Fame class. Matt... Mm-hmm. You have the rare distinction. You are a winter movie league champion. Oh, I, I wish I had the trophy. It's, in, it's, in my, it's actually in my living room. It's it's on my mantle. Being displayed. Right? So and I and I'm in the little guest room here. This is where I'm confined. This is my this is my podcasting space. So uh, I don't have the trophy here. I could easily get up and go get it, but I that's okay. I wouldn't bother. But just trust me, it's there. You have a unique insight. See. Into yeah. into how the movie league works. You've done it now. How many of these have you done? We, well, you've been on all done six, all. right? Done all six. You've yes. done one of the few who's done all there, six. Been there since the very beginning. That's right. One of the, one of the pioneers. Yeah. That's right. Uh, winning back the 2016 winter draft, you were the champion. Seven hundred eighty-nine million dollars. Uh, if mm. I remember correctly, led mostly by uh, the first Fantastic Beasts and the Lego Movie, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was it? Was it the Lego movie? I thought yeah. that was 2015. No, no, no. It was definitely the Lego movie. But I, well, you know what? I'm just going to pull up the sheet instead of just second guessing. Pull it up. But yeah. um, it was, what did I say? It was the 2016 winter. Well, that, would be, that would be, you know, I, I actually don't remember if it was Fantastic Beasts, but that would be very poetic since Heather and I drafted the sequel. Well, Matt, uh, you're, you had the insane four movie combination that I was shocked they let you get away with of Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Fantastic Beasts. La La Land and Lego Batman. It was Lego That's Batman. That's what it was. It was Lego Batman. I was pretty yeah, I was I was pretty sure it wasn't the the Lego movie. But yes. Yes, Lego that 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 was I, I don't know how I got away with it. That was absolute robbery. You, so. you did no, you did an awesome job that year. Um you also by the way Matt, I I just would like to point this out to the fans at home. Um this past in the 2018 Summer League, you set a record for the most expensive movie ever purchased. Okay. When you which spent fifty six dollars on Deadpool two, which I hate to break it to you, I think I don't know where it ranked in terms of our movies in terms of overall gross. Um, it definitely wasn't. I think it was maybe number five. Yeah, that that because it was Avengers, was, Incredibles was two, Avengers. Yeah. Jurassic World beat it, um, that and is, then it's and then it's fourth. That I, I have to say, Jurassic World surprised me that it. It grossed more than Deadpool. Too. Well, what I love to point out, Matt, is that um, just not not to not to rub it in, but uh, Kaylee and Brian spent forty seven dollars on Incredibles two. You spent fifty six on Deadpool. They made twice as much money as you did. So that's also shocking. Is that Incredibles two 
th- that was a surprise as well. I, di- I didn't think there was this I, much cultural love for the Incredibles. I told I, you, apparently there was. I don't want to be an I told you so guy, but I did say Incredibles 2 is a must own in this league because Pixar movies, Pixar, I won the very first movie league on Finding Dory. Those Pixar movies, especially the sequels in the summer, do really well. And this it was a bad summer for kids' movies because. Hotel Transylvania 3 made $166 million, which is insane for a third movie in a franchise nobody gives a shit about. But it's because there was no kids' movie competition. Wasn't that the season of Coco, though? Or was that the previous... No, that was the previous winter. So winter. that would have been okay. 2017 winter. Um, yeah. And Coco didn't do, didn't do as well. They do better in the summer than they do in the... Um, DreamWorks sure. tends to do better... Oh, yeah. Um, no, Coco only did 209, but it wasn't a franchise. For, you know, the sequels, uh, the Pixar sequels do way better than their original stuff. And that's mm. why they're doing mostly sequels now. Sure. So. Yeah, no, that that, that was a, I don't know, that was a surprise. I, I I saw the cultural zeitgeist I thought was set and, and ready for another Deadpool. And I guess. Hey, 318 is nothing to sneeze at, Matt. It's just my only point and not to, yeah. but it just, it was a lot of money to pay for that. Yeah. Um, but that was that was then, Sean, and now we're talking about now. This is we now. We sure are. Matt, we've got a whole new league. Uh, I recommend everybody, if you're listening to this episode but didn't listen to last week, shame on you. Don't do that. Stop this one and go and listen to the draft episode. It was a ton of fun, Matt. We had six teams, 12 people, a full slate. It's not. We don't usually get six two-person teams. It's pretty rare for us, so we were thrilled to have them. Uh, Matt, let's just quickly remind everybody who our players are. In no particular mm-hmm. order, we had uh, Mike and Laura returning as Gooper Troopers. They're famous in the league for having drafted the fewest movies ever, just three one year. Um, not great, uh, but they're they're ready for a comeback. We've got Team 7, Colby and Emily, who came in second in the summer edition. They're looking for revenge. Dan and Sarah reuniting, the only team to have ever won uh, a movie league. Uh, Matt, you have a new partner this year. You're with Heather, um, which is an exciting team, Mether. Uh, Kaylee and Brian are back, and uh, we have two new players, Matt and James, who joined us as well. So I think it was an. Did, did you think it was an exciting draft, Matt? This was, I would say, the most exciting one yet. Uh, everyone right. was from a, so from a perspective of a player in right in the game. Uh, I was everybody was was amp was pretty amped. Um, I had a lot of fun. I thought that it was the best one we've done yet. And if you watch the video version, everyone was so... No one was talking. Everyone was so focused <laughs> on... They were whispering to each... Everyone was muted. They were all whispering to each other. They were trying to figure it out. They were strategizing. People were taking notes. And and it, it was... It's getting scientific. I mean, people want to win this thing. They're not fooling around. That's right. It's, it's all about that trophy. We got to get that get that trophy at the end of the day. That big, giant trophy. Well, Matt, let's break down... Uh, this is the post game, so we're gonna kind of do a mini review now, Matt. You're a little biased because you're playing, but I think we sure. can get over that. Um, hopefully, you'll be honest with us about. I could, that could be fair, yeah. I, I, I think I could be a, a fair arbiter here. Very good. Uh, now, do you want to go team by team and break it down, movie by movie? How uh, how do you want to how do you want to handle this? Um, I kind of want to want to get. How about we? How about we? We'll we'll conclude, or we'll start at the end. We'll conclude with maybe your opinion on like who you thought did the best, who sure. you thought performed the best in the sure. draft, the movies that you believe will be the most successful. Yep. Um, the movies that you'll you think will be the least successful, the you know least practical. Um. Hey, you know what? How about how about we do this? Do you want to go movie by movie? I like the movie by movie. Wait, idea. let's go movie by movie. We got let's thirty of them here. That'll yeah. certainly take us a, a nice chunk of time here. 
Uh, and Matt, let's start with our first opening weekend. This one's, uh, it was already in theaters when we drafted it. So people kind of had an idea of what to expect. A Star is Born and Venom. Uh, just so people know, Venom in its first weekend, 80 million. A Star is Born in its first weekend, 40 million. Uh, drafted by two teams. Venom went to Mystery Team for $22 and A Star is Born to the Gooper Troopers for 15 uh, Matt, how do we think, uh, how do we think these boys did here? Um, I'm looking at the team. So we're, are we talking about their, them as a team or are we talking about, uh, you want to go movie by movie. So we will talk yeah. about these as individual films. I mean, I'll start us off here. I think 15 is a go little high it. on a star is born. Um, mm-hmm. the real question for me is, you know, we'll get, you'll get a couple weekends out of it. I think this film only works at 15 if it becomes, uh, an awards movie. Uh, but that won't happen. It's early, early, early October is way too early for an awards movies because they're not going to start buzzing on those until December, and it's already out of theaters by then. So, is this makes sense at ten dollars totally at fifteen? I think you're pushing it. You really need a strong second weekend, and I think more money is going to go to Venom in weekend two than A Star Is Born. So, okay, buy. I just think it's a little over purchased that early for the first movie. Agreed. I think for for that movie, my my cap would have been ten. I don't think I would have bid more ten. Now it is it is star studded. You've got Lady oh, it, Gaga co starring with Bradley Cooper. It, it wouldn't surprise right? me if it went over a hundred million. It, it really wouldn't. It also wouldn't surprise me if it went for eighty. Um, I don't think it's going to go much higher than a hundred. But about a hundred million dollar movie, you want to pay ten twelve dollars. You know, you don't you don't want to be dropping fifteen is borderline high. But again, I don't think it's going to make or break them by any stretch. Yeah, this one, I'll, admittedly, you know, from a perspective of, of being in the draft, this one had me shaking in my boots a little bit that we didn't acquire this one. I, I wasn't aggressive for it. Heather, certainly we, we weren't we weren't that aggressive for it. And that was fine. We had discussed our strategy beforehand. Um, and I'll, I'll let everyone in on on the behind the closed doors behind the please do the locker room doors. We would say that our strategy was definitely from the beginning. We were gunning for one particular movie that we both wanted. And that of course was mortal engines, Robin Hood. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it it actually, it was the, on the basis of sex, which um, is another movie. I I, I know that, I know that that boggles your mind, Sean. I know that during the draft, you had very um, visceral reaction to it. You were like, I've got to tell you, very raw reaction. Like what? Like what? 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 What were they thinking here? And I'll tell you what we were thinking. Okay, we th- we were thinking that the cultural, and I'm using this term again. I used it for De- Deadpool. Now I'm using it for this movie. The cultural zeitgeist, Sean. The cultural zeitgeist, I think, is set for a movie like this one. A movie like On the Basis of Sex. Um, of course, the the biopic about. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, I just think that a lot, there's a lot of people in this country that are ready to watch a movie like this. They, they, they are, are galvanized for a movie like this. I think it's going to do, I think it's going to do gangbusters at the, at the box office just from a, from an observational point of view. Yeah, Matt, I'm going to be honest with you here, okay? We've now drafted 120 movies since we started doing this, okay? Or no, wait. That can't be right. 30 movies times 6. That's 180. Sorry. 180 movies. Matt, I have never been more shocked when that movie <laughs> went for $27. 
$27 is more than Spider-Man and Mary Poppins went for, Matt. At $27, Matt, give me a number. What do you think this is going to do at the box office? Give me a dollar amount. You can ballpark it. How much um, How much did La La Land do off the top of your head? La La Land did, uh, what year was that? That would have been 2016. I can, I've got all the sheets right here, so I can tell you the actual um, amount. I just have to pull up the uh, spreadsheet here. La La Land did 150. I think this movie, I think this movie will pull 140. That's fucking insane <laughs> that is the most ins- uh, two things and i'm not really trying to be hard on you on this. I'm, I'm telling you sean matt, the, the people the people want a movie like this but here's the, the thing people matt, are ready for a movie here's like the this. thing and and I, i'm always honest with you good or bad i'm not holding back that's my job as a as a as a bloviator on the internet at 27 dollar purchase price even making 150 million is a bad deal a $27 movie needs to make about 270 to 300 million to be worth its money. Cuz if you put it this way, Matt, almost every winner we've had, or at least the last couple, they've reached at least a billion dollars, which means your $100, it needs to be about 10 million for every one you bid. Wait. Yes, every 10 million for every one you bid. So if you bid $27, you, you have to make 270. If you do more than that, and that's okay. a blended average, so some will do less, some will do more. At $27, it, it was the second highest movie drafted at that point. All right. Well, we, we, were, we were aggressive. We were aggressive because we, we wanted the movie, and I think Dan kind of played into that. I, sent, I got the sense that I think he was driving up the bid a little bit. Um, but we, we, we went in with the goal. We set the goal. We were going we to walk out with this movie. Did we think we were going to get it for cheaper? Yeah, definitely. But – the point is we, we acquired this movie and we both are, we're pretty confident that it's going to do well. Now, 140, maybe, maybe lowballing it a little bit. Maybe, maybe Man, it'll do. I don't even know how widely this movie's some, this movie not, might not even be in all theaters. That's how small this film is. And it's not like it's Rosa Parks or something. It's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, but uh, uh, the, the cultural guy, zeitgeist, Sean. That's all I have to all say. Right. I, think, okay. I think you're going to be surprised. I, would, I think Matt, you're going to be surprised. I would love to be proven wrong on this. I cannot I, I tell you how much. I can't wait. I, I, would, I, would love, I would love that too. Well, I mean, only time will tell. Only time will tell. But for now, I'm standing by the decision. I think it was a good decision. So you say 140 on it. Because I want this on the record. You say it's going to make 140. That's your target mm-hmm. for it. I'm going to say if it tops 60, I'll be shocked. That's okay. That's, that's crazy. You thought the other, my, my statement was, was crazy. Every, that it's crazy. every small movie hidden, hidden figures is, is I think what you're hoping for, right? Kind of that historical biopic about ladies hits the culture. Maybe that's guys. a better, that's a better, a better, more analogous than, than La La Land. And that but did yeah. 167. Okay. Is it possible? Yes. Is it going to happen? Absolutely not. Not a chance in hell. But I, uh, we'll see. We'll see. But but we're getting ahead of ourselves here. We got. I got a lot yeah, of the movies. To we go are. Here. I was. I was just. I was trying to say that I was. I was I, nervous when a star was born I, was drafted. Was drafted at that point. Um, but looking back on it, I, I think that, like you said, it's it's not. It's not really a re- approaching Oscar territory or, no, or Emmy nomination territory. Um, there is a lot of the, what, what did scare me about it, though, is that there is a lot of hype generated oh, around sure. it. 
Look, it, it's, the movie it's up gonna make money, and I, like much. I said, fifteen's borderline for me. I don't think it's a bad buy necessarily. I just think I would have saved a. I wouldn't have if I were playing. I would have stopped at. You're right, about ten or twelve to go to fifteen. Hey, maybe we'll be proven wrong. It wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time it gets any awards buzz, it'll be out of theaters. So yeah, that's that's the premise for um, that. Um, we also had Venom uh, for twenty two bucks. Uh, Matt, what'd you think of that buy from from the mystery team? Um, I, I think it's justifiable. Uh, it's a little high for me, but I mean, it's a hero movie, you know, for Marvel and, and those like Pixar, it, Disney, it prints money, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you're guaranteed to, I think you're guaranteed to, to walk away with something un- unless it's a total flop. But, uh, so far that's, I don't think that's ever really happened. The The worst Marvel movies have still done I don't know the numbers, but the worst Marvel movies have still done. I, well, I would say probably like upwards of the 200, 210 range. Yeah, Ant Man movies tend to do two hundred to two fifty, which is kind of yeah, the lower end for Marvel. I know Justice League did just a hint over two hundred. Yeah, so I think they can they can probably expect that same turnaround for Venom. Yeah, and at twenty two bucks purchase, you expect two twenty million at the box office. So, um, you know, I don't. I, I think that's a fine buy. Um, mm-hmm. for them. You, you got to have a superhero movie in your slate, you know? Uh, you, you have to have a franchise. And interestingly enough, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, Mystery Team buying both Venom and Aquaman. So um, we'll have to see how that, that helps them moving forward. Aquaman's an interesting one. Uh, I heard uh, uh, the um, the actor that plays Aquaman... Mo- Jason Mo- Momoa. Momoa, yes. Momoa apparently was very well received for his role as Aquaman in, in the justice league movie. Uh, so reprising that role in a, in a standalone film, you got to imagine he's going to, I don't think, I don't think he'll do as well as venom, but I think they'll still, they'll still, they won't be disappointed. I don't think they'll be disappointed. Then again, it is Aquaman, but what Aquaman does have going for it, Sean, and, and feel free absolutely to disagree with me here, but I think Aquaman has that ironic appeal think it'll it like is he's that i he's besides ant-man i think he's he's like the dc version of ant-man in the sense that they're both ironic superheroes like but it's not but it's he's not, not played Paul that Rudd. Way. it's not funny ant-man is a is meant to have a, a lot of humor yeah it has the comedic backdrop going for it and aquaman is not played that way i'm just saying i think that'll get that'll draw people to the theater not that i think they'll enjoy the movie but I think they'll be like, oh yeah, totally. Let's go see Aquaman. But see, I could see, I could see college kids doing that. But if this movie came out in February, not that I, I think that'll, uh, you know, like requite for its success, like drastic success. Right. I, I think that it will pull more people than expected. But I still don't think it will be, it will be that, you know, that successful. Just because it is still Aquaman at the end I, of the day. It's just got too much stuff working against it. A, the DC Universe blows and has no credibility. Even if you don't want to see Ant-Man, you're going to see it anyway because you've seen all the other Marvel films. It's got no push behind it, too. It's got no like big recognizable stars in it. Nicole Kidman, maybe, but Jason Momoa, no one really knows except for Aquaman. Um, and none of the other, you know, it's not like you've got Benedict Cumberbatch coming in or you've got Robert Downey Jr., like actors people know. It's coming out in the middle of a very busy Christmas, the same week as Bumblebee, a week after Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse comes out. 
So you're not going to get any kind of standalone buzz. I don't know why they released it at Christmas instead of doing it in like February when there's no other movies. To me, that would, and Marvel's been doing that for years. They put out Black Panther in February. It's got no competition. So I, I think it's going to be a fine movie. I think it'll be reasonably well-received. The other issue, too, is that Wonder Woman, I think, did so well. Yes, it was a good movie and all that. I don't disagree. Female superhero, female director. It just had a good story behind it. It had something to be picked up in the media cycle to be talked about and get people's attention in a crowded movie space. And I just think Aquaman has nothing to grab onto. Not even the ironic aspect of it being Aquaman at this point, because they've made a superhero movie out of Doctor Strange already, and everyone thought that was a dumb idea. And Ant-Man, no one thought you could do it. I think by now that sort of buzz of, well, it's Aquaman, it's impossible, you couldn't make a movie out of that. I think that's old. I put it this way, Mystery Team got Venom and Aquaman for a combined $42. I don't think that's bad. I think that's an okay double feature right there for them to own in the league. I think they'll make some decent money on those. They didn't pay $50 each for them. They could have done worse. So I, I, I'm not going to disagree with... I shouldn't bump into the microphone. Um, I'm not going to disagree. microphone disagrees. My, my hands are flailing wildly because I'm all excited. But uh, I'm not going to disagree with their strategy on those. I mean, look, I, if I was in the league and Aquaman came up for 20 bucks, I'd probably buy it for 20 bucks. I, I don't think that's... It, it's only got to make $200 million for that to make sense. And uh, I, think it can, I think it can do that. So... How much did they pay for Aquaman? 20 bucks. Okay. You know, yeah. if you think about it. You know, Spider, Spider-Man, which we'll get to some of these other Spider-Man going for 25, you know, Bumblebee going for 15. So you're kind of right in the middle there. I think that's about right. Yeah. All right. What's our next movie? Uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Okay. Bad Times at the El Royale. Uh, it was purchased, purchased by, by Beef Nuggets. Yes. For $12. $12. What do we think about this one? It's a slight overbuy. I don't think it really stretches into double digits. This movie is going to be very forgettable, especially coming off of, you know, one thing a lot of teams forget to do. I don't know if you did this when looking at your strategy, Matt, is to look at the movies that come out around a movie, especially the weekends before. When you look I at, tend to do that more for the summer drafts than for the fair winter enough. drafts. Just fair because enough. you do have a lot of a lot more overlap, I think. The issue for me is, and I don't think it happens as often, but when you look at Bad Times at the El Royale, a, it's coming out on a weekend with two other big movies, First Man and Goosebumps 2. Not that they compete for the same audiences, but you have big carryover from two movies with a lot, a lot of buzz. Venom and A Star is Born. There's no breathing room for this movie in theaters. I don't care how much marketing they do. I just don't know how you get a lot of attention for it because it's not... I, I think the audience that would see that is probably going to go see Venom instead. Yeah, like like you said before, it is a standalone flick. It's not part of a greater universe. And, the, even and, the marketing and it's easily it, forgettable. The marketing the is vague. It doesn't even really tell you what the movie's about. And I think that's because the plot's a little complicated. But I don't even, all I know is it's got a couple big stars in it. But it, it, it's just forgettable. Sure. So $12, I think, is a little, a little considering Goosebumps 2 in the same weekend went for $7, which is probably a probably more accurate price. Hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think that's I think that that's fair. It's calling it a little bit of an overbuy, yeah. Mm -hmm. But again, uh, it's it's tough though, and you know this, oh, we'll Matt. See. It's we'll the first see. couple. Yeah. Uh, it's the first couple movies are always the toughest to bid on because you don't know where people yeah. are at, who's going to spend a lot when. Also, the, yeah. Also, you don't want you really, and I've I've done this before in, in previous drafts. You don't want to overbuy early in the draft and then find that you have. You've you've not you haven't budgeted correctly for the movies that you want. At yep. least you want to walk away from the draft 
carrying the movies that you set in to buy mm-hmm. and, and being able to have the purchasing power behind that to get those to, to you know to get those movies. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. What's the next movie we Yeah, got? I was about to say, Matt, we've done 25 minutes on the show, and we've only done four, uh, three movies. So we've got <laughs> yeah. to pick up the pace here a little bit. Pace. We may not get through all of them in detail. Uh, First Man, an astronaut movie with uh, Neil Armstrong, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, that went for $14 to Team 7, and I'll say in the same weekend, Goosebumps 2 went to Beef Nuggets for $7. Again, rough decision purchasing two movies on the same weekend. I mean, they're competing against each other. Beef Nuggets uh, decided to uh, to take that gamble. Um, oh, all right. So we're talking about Goosebumps two and First Man. Yeah, I, I, I Any don't. Thoughts? I don't. I, I don't see the competition here. The people that that go to see Goosebumps two are not going to be the people that go to see First Man. True. Um, you know, I'm personally on a personal level, I'm very excited for First Man. Oh, totally. No, it looks probably great. more so than than any of the movies on the list. I, I it, it's the one maybe Bohemian Rhapsody too, but. Um, it's the one movie that I'm like really excited to go see. Matter of fact, I'm I'm going to see it this weekend. So uh, you're welcome, Colby and Emily, <laughs> getting a little a little boost from me here. Um, but I I think that they I actually personally think it might have been a little bit of an underbuy what they what they paid for for First Man. I think that they got that was that was probably the first steal uh, of the night, not by much, but. It I would could say it's be. The first, it's the first steal of the night. Again, like, every time we do this, there's one sort of non-franchise awardsy type film that breaks out. We talked about Hidden Figures being a good example. Could First Man be that? Yeah, totally. I think that's completely plausible. I think 14 puts you, you can't spend much more and hope to get value out of it, but it totally, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it did. I mean, definitely yeah. going to get some awards buzz again. It's hurting that it's in early October, but... Um, I think it's definitely got got legs to run. I think it's sort of the strongest contender of the weekend for your average moviegoer. Absolutely, and and it, it does have that advantage advantage that um, I mean, not not much else is out on its opening weekend, yep. right? Not out, not much else is already in theaters or premiering around it. Yep, and, and it's kind of the start of the that's the kickoff of of these winter movies, so. Um, it does. It does have that advantage for sure. Yeah, that'd um, be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then quickly, goosebumps too. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. Seven dollars. I think that's probably about where it should have gone. That's about where it should have gone. I think. Yeah. I think they'll make a little money on that. Actually, I think it'll go again if we use that comparison. That's seventy million. Uh, I think they'll actually probably make a little. It wouldn't surprise me if it went to eighty or ninety. It's not going to top a hundred. No. Um, no. I think even eight, I think ninety is generous. Yeah. I think the ninety is a generous call yeah. for that movie. I don't think it's a movie that anybody wanted or every anybody was 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 clamoring for. I think that Jack Black kind of just needed another paycheck and said, "Let's just make another Goosebumps." Movie. Well, so. they make a ton of money on it overseas, and hey, yeah, it's good for him. Mm-hmm. It's got some draw. Yeah. Um, let's uh, talk about let's Halloween. Uh, the next in the Halloween franchise, uh, Team Lego My Trophy. Dan and Sarah picked that up for thirteen dollars. I do have to say I, I like how they trademarked Lego. I didn't see that on the on the night of the <laughs> they draft. They were very specific about Lego that. Lego trademark my trophy. They insisted okay. it always be the TM logo, and I said, "Okay, I we'll that. do it." Good on them. Uh, all right, so Halloween. This is of course the the remake. This this was this was kind of kind of unpredictable. I, I think as a whole, Lego my trophy dra- drafted very well. I have to say, um, they've we'll got talk Halloween. About that. Yeah, I, I think that um, Halloween, the 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 remake, 
What did they draft it for? What was the number? Thirteen dollars. Thirteen. I think it, I think it goes just that. I think it might have been a, a buck or two at a steal. I would have paid up to 50, 15 maybe for it. Uh, at the time, though, being very budget conscious, I don't think we we wanted to break the bank on it. But um, I I, th- I think it, I think it has the potential to do very well. I think you have some fans of the franchise. See, it's got it's got weight behind it because it's got the franchise. It's got the greater world around it. And it's got really strong critic buzz, and and yes, it does, and 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 it's been it's been um it's been well advertised, it's been well marketed, very well marketed. Horror is very hot right now. It's the only horror film uh in our entire slate this time around. Um, horror historically real hit or miss for our leagues. Um, I agree with you though, Matt. I think this one has a really good opportunity to break out, be a solid base hit. I think thirteen is probably about right. Um, for, so you're, for that. you're saying Goosebumps Two Haunted Halloween is not a horror movie, Sean? Uh, it's going to be scary for somebody to watch. Probably the probably the studio that financed it once they see the box <laughs> office returns. That'll be the scariest thing of all. Mm. Um, but hey, you know, with kids movie Very again, uh, one hundred sixty three million for Hotel Transylvania three. So what the hell do I know? Kids will see any shit. So, mm. um, all right, Matt. Bohemian Rhapsody next up. Team uh, mystery team bought it for ten dollars. This is another one. I, I'm I, I'm finding it very hard to put my thumb on this Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I, I'm finding it very hard to track its true what its true success, its telling success would be. Now, this movie is is not out yet, right? No, it comes out uh, November second. Okay, it's got a couple weeks. It, it does have a lot of buzz, but it's not. It's not something I envision people flocking to see, mm-hmm. unless you're a fan of the band Queen. If you like Queen, I think you're gonna you're gonna you know you'll be there on opening night. I, I also I'm having a hard time. The trailers don't really make it quite clear what the movie is. I mean, it is a biopic that follows the band Queen. All right, but is it a musical? Like, are they gonna? Are they gonna? Is it or is it? Is it mostly just straightforward? It's mostly it's just straightforward. I think they perform story. a couple songs as the band on the stage performing, but it's not a musical. It just kind of follows the 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 career and progression of the of the band Queen. Yep. Okay. Um, I think it'll do fine. I, I think it'll do fine. I don't think it's gonna crash and burn. I, I think it it's uh, it's gonna just do fine for me for my money. I think this is this is nothing. I think this is nothing. I think this is five or six million. I think this is small. The biggest thing, we don't talk about this a lot on the draft, but a thing that impacts a lot of these smaller movies is how many theaters they're released in. There's a big difference. Uh, Avengers is in 4,000 theaters, 5,000 theaters. Some kind of middle-of-the-road movies, 2,000 theaters. This one might not even hit 1,000. I mean, these small movies don't get big, wide distribution, and that'll kill you at the box office because if it's not in the theaters, people can't see it. And I just think that it's just not a movie people are asking for. I think this will be a, people will buzz about it. I think there'll be some good on-demand DVD sales, but I don't think anyone's going to be running out to see it in theaters. Um, I think this is just, this is not a movie I would have bid on if I was, um, if I was drafting. I I just think it's, I'm sure it'll be a fine movie. I just don't think there's, I just don't think there's, these days you have to have a real draw to get people in the seats in the theater. That's why franchises do well. That's why award buzz movies do well. That's why stars do well. This movie has none of that. Yeah. So it's just a movie. 
Yeah, so. I, I was I was gonna mention the star, but there really isn't there isn't oh, just a, any, a, there's a, no names. Rami Malek, right from uh, kinda, Mr. Yeah. Robot, who's uh, playing Freddie Mercury. But other than that, it's nobody. Um, right. It's so. not like I mean uh, the the quite the the antithesis of that in this draft would be a Star Is Born, right? We got yeah. Or 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 um or really the Lego Movie too, I, I should say. Mary Poppins the, Returns. Yeah. All, all, yeah, all, all have star power. This one, this movie does not. So yeah. therefore, I don't think it's going to do too great. It'll be one of our more forgettable ones, and that's okay. But uh, there are worse movies in the draft, by the way, than Bohemian Rhapsody. I will say that. Not, not the. There are definitely worse movies. Uh, big question mark on this next one: Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Gooper Troopers bought it for ten dollars. Um, this is another one of those uh, Disney live-action fairy tale movies. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the trailer, Matt. It is upsettingly CGI. Yeah. It is like nauseatingly. It is. I, I don't. I, what did they pay for it? They paid ten dollars, which is very interesting. Yeah, generous. I think the fact that it got up to ten is kind of surprising. I'm gonna disagree. Yeah, I'm gonna disagree. I don't think it goes much more. I think ten's actually probably closer to being right than it is going over. But um, it's coming out on a weekend when there's no other sort of. Uh, kids quote unquote type movie competition it's coming out against bohemian rhapsody which i don't think anyone will care about goosebumps 2 will be long gone by then not a lot of competition in early november and it is disney they'll market the shit out of it you know we look at a movie like alice in wonderland which was an awful movie and that made like 300 million dollars so do i think it's going to be the biggest movie of the year no but you know i don't it's a struggle because it's not nutcracker isn't like cinderella you know what a weird movie who thought this was a good idea at disney seriously <laughs> Yeah. And what are it, the four realms? I have to be completely honest. I, I, you know, when I when I saw the trailer, I was my first gut instinct was this is just Disney trying to market something that that they're trying to they're trying to strike gold is what mm-hmm. they're trying to do. They're trying to strike gold, and they're trying to strike gold in in a in somebody's backyard. It's like let's fire blindly at this. They've got the money now, uh, you know, after acquiring Avengers and star Wars, they, they've got the, I think they've got the money to just kind of fire where they want to fire. And, and they're, they're, they're blatantly making an appeal to holiday, holiday love, you know, desire to see a holiday movie around a holiday. And it's like one of them probably just went to go see the nutcracker and was like, Hey, let's let, well, this hasn't been a movie in a while. Let's, let's market this and whatever. You know, like let's try to profit off of off of people's nostalgic love for the Rockettes or something. The thing about two is this is one of those movies that you're like, why did they make this? And you're like, oh shit, it made a billion dollars in China. That's why they made this movie. <laughs> this is perfect for that audience. So okay, you're right about that. You know, I think the question is, is it Beauty and the Beast or is it A Wrinkle in Time? Two Disney based on franchise movies. One did really well. One didn't. For me, this is closer to a wrinkle in time. So I, you know, it'll make money. Ten dollars, I don't think, is an outrageous purchase price for it. Someone had to buy it, but you know, it, it's not going to make or break anybody. Yeah, and I'm looking at the worldwide gross. Uh, this is a movie I think that. Oh, if we, if we were doing worldwide, yeah. oh totally. If we were doing worldwide, I think would would be super well. But here, domestic. I don't think you got yeah. a shot. I think no. that's this is a this 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 could have been given away for free. 
Also, what are the four realms? That's I'm dying to know. No. Please, if anyone out there goes and sees this movie, email us up for debate TV at gmail.com. Tell us what are the four realms? They're they're the spin-off movies, Matt. That's what they are so setting that's, off the franchise. Well, that's exactly it. It's notice that it's not just called the Nutcracker, it's the Nutcracker and the Four, four realms. realms. So therefore, because it's subtitled, we can expect if it does modestly, it doesn't even have to do well. If it just makes a modest gross, they'll pump out a sequel. And it's CG, so it's not like they really have to pay too many actors. They probably so. already shot the four movies simultaneously, and they're just going to release right. them over the next couple of years. They, they did it. They did it over a long weekend. Yeah, so, hey, that's what, that's, that's what they do. That's what they do with the pirates movies. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Matt, next up, we got an animated kids film, Doctor Seuss's The Grinch, uh, purchased by Mystery Team for twenty two dollars. We talked about this. Uh, the uh, latest Grinch movie since two thousands, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey, the highest grossing movie that year. Um, by Illumination Entertainment, the folks behind uh, Despicable Me and Minions and uh, the other uh, Dr. Seuss's The Lorax. Yeah. Um, how, what was the what was the pay for this? What $22 was the, what, the to the mystery $22 team. bid, okay. Yep. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm very much forgetting everything about this movie. <laughs> the trailer, I just went completely blank on it. Uh, is, Jim Carrey is not in this movie, correct? No, and it's all, it's. it looks like the Minions. It looks like, it's that style, it's all, it's the same, com- it's Secret Life of Pets. It's kind of that same animated style. Oh, okay. It is coming. I thought it was a video game trailer at first. I, I didn't <laughs> it, think it was a movie. Yeah, I remember watching I the that. trailer and being like, oh, Sean accidentally tagged the trailer to a video game on this. Uh, it looks very much like a kid's video game. Um... Yeah, I, I don't I don't see that. I mean, what what is the you know what what it does have going for it where that it's not the nutcracker. It, it it I think kids will actually like this movie and not be bored by it. I think the nutcracker will bore the kids whereas I think the Grinch is is kind of like, you know, especially because it looks like a computer game or a video game. I think it might do okay. I uh, a Matt. By the way, I love that we're disagreeing on some of these, which we rarely do on the yeah. show. So that's great. But uh, but I'm actually pretty gangbusters on the Grinch, and here's why. Um, again, not a lot of kids competition that time of year, which is always good when you look. And kids movies always do well. I'll give you a little fun fact for you. Okay, the uh, Illumination Entertainment, obviously, who makes all these animated films, their best film was Secret Life of Pets. Did 368 million. Uh, you owned it in the uh, our very first movie draft. Correct. Um, among their bottom, Dr. Seuss's The Lorax did 214 at the box office. So there's your range. So I think you're talking minimum 200 on this film. Um, it is a franchise people know because it's The Grinch. Yes, a lot of Grinch movies have been made, but um, I think it is a movie parents will want to take their kids to see. It's not an annoying Minions movie. It's a franchise they know. The Lorax, not as well known. I think this is a 250 movie. I think 22 bucks is a good buy for that. Um, and I think, like I said, you got to have a kids movie to win the league or at least be in the running for it. And uh, this was, I think a good buy for someone who didn't want to spend fantastic beasts or Mary Poppins money, but you still want a kid's movie. I think the Grinch, I think it's a solid buy. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, solid buy is a good, is a good word. I think it's, yeah. Oh, it's not, it's not like a, a breakout must own. Yeah. But, but it's, I think it's going to help them. I think it's going to make up for, maybe it'll make up for Aquaman. A little well, bit. We've had teams win who didn't have the highest grossing movie that year. You know, if you get three or four of these type of, that's how Colby and Emily were in second last year is they didn't have any huge movies, but they had a bunch of kind of pretty good movies. So, you know, if that's combo, your strategy, yeah. this is a good, if you can get this and two other like it, 
yeah, you got a shot at winning. Yeah. Um, Our next movie will breeze through quick. It's Overlord, uh, the World War II horror fantasy film, $10 to Team 7. This movie is going to make about $5 at the box office and be quickly (laughs) forgotten. $10 was way overpaying for Team 7. This is like a $5 movie. Yeah, it'll go pretty fast because I I agree with you solidly. I I really, I only picked it because, you know, when I pick these 30 movies, it's hard to find 30 movies. So a a couple have to slip in that aren't really going to do much. Sorry. Yeah, this is this is this barely rates an honorable mention. Yeah, so, so we'll head through that. But to the next big one, Matt, you know something about this movie, Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Right. Yes, uh, Team Mether, congratulations! You guys bought it for thirty bucks. Uh, the mo- not technically the most expensive, but the last couple expensive workers people were spending the rest of their money. So it really was the most expensive when people had money. And that's the thing about the draft is that it, it towards the end, I, I would say that it, they kind of like the beginning and the end are both shootouts. I think they're shootouts because yep. people, people come in, you know, a little, a little trigger happy in the beginning, you know, excited and re- really like ready to get in there and bid. And then in the end, of course they, you know, they, they may have some disposable income, especially if they've gotten money, they've gotten movies for less than they expected to pay for them. Maybe they're a little, they've, they're, you know, they've got a little extra money in their pocket and, they're willing to either burn it or try to burn out another team, which is um, uh, always a strategy that we, that we love to do and try to make other people spend money they don't have. So, um, that being said, I think that we did a we did a good purchase on this. I, I think that Fantastic Beast, and I'll tell you why. I think that it's it, people are are jonesing a little bit. I think for another Harry Potter movie, it's it's about time that the collective audience had their fix. Had their their you know their heroin shot to the arm of of Harry Potter. Uh, it, it's been a while since the or the first Fantastic Beasts. Um, I think that as we get closer to the premiere date, which is when, when uh, is it, open? it is coming out November sixteenth. As we get closer to it, I think you're going to see a hell of a lot of marketing thrown at it and put behind it by the the um, production company there for for Harry Potter. Uh, I think that they're gonna they're gonna really market the shit out of it. So I think it's gonna do well. I think that you're this is this is kind of our like expecting it's gonna do well. Basis of sex maybe a little bit of a gamble, but I think this one is a pretty fair solid bet. Oh, this is easily top two, if not the top movie in in the draft. I would probably yeah. I could throw in a couple others, but it's easily top three. I think. One thing that's interesting is the first Fantastic Beast movie is the lowest grossing movie in the Harry Potter film franchise. So you're not talking full Harry Potter money. However, it's going to be an interesting test case to see how much Harry Potter fatigue there is. Because I think people checked in on the first Fantastic Beast because they said, oh, it's the first post-Harry Potter Harry Potter film. It's the first standalone. People were curious. They're interested. Did they like what they saw the first time around? Will they circle back for a sequel? Big question marks there. I don't. I genuinely don't know the answer because if you told me a wild success, I believe you, and if you told me people didn't show up, I'd also believe you. Nonetheless, I think thirty dollars is a great buy. I was surprised when we did when we were on the stream because uh, most of the time top movies go for forty five, fifty bucks. So I thought, wow, Fantastic Beast for thirty. That's bananas and that's why we had so much money left at the end because people just weren't spending it this time around so i think 30 was a good price i was expecting it to go for 40 or 50 um so i think you guys did good i think it's i would consider it a must own i I, it's gonna make a lot of money so 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that key term that's going to differentiate it in my mind, and why, why I think it'll be a bit maybe a bigger success, maybe a bigger success. And I know that that's a that that's a, a lot to to put on this movie, a lot to assume. But I think the the keyword in the in the title here is Grindelwald. Mm. I think that he he's he he is a character in the Harry Potter lore. True. That you know generates a lot of a lot of interest. Generates definitely a lot of of people that want to know more about him. Well, he's and got all those that, crimes. Yes, and, and we want to know what those crimes are. We definitely want to His know crimes. what kind of crimes he's committing. They have to do with Fantastic Beasts. Hopefully, they're not crimes of passion. So, um, I think that's going to generate some more interest uh, and might get people to go see the movie that maybe we're tuning out. Would I would I consider putting a lot of money on the third Fantastic Beast? We'll see. We'll see how this one does. You can but, only predict you know, generally one... there's a decline, and there, sure. there's definitely a, dimi- a, a, a a field of diminishing returns with with something like this. We saw but it with we'll Solo see. over the summer. People sure. get tired of these franchises after a while. Will but, this yeah. movie be it? I don't know. Yeah, and we'll have to see. But even and, Solo again, made two hundred million. So it's also yeah, but it's also not like we've seen a Harry Potter movie every single year. Fantastic Beasts has been. It's been like what two years now. Three years? Uh, since the last one came out. It was uh, 16, so yeah, two years. Yeah, it's been it's been two full years since we've gotten the last Harry Potter. They're 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 oversaturating it with with Star Wars. And I think that Disney knows that now that since they canceled all future projects yeah. or retained them. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, hey, great buy. Mm-hmm. Great buy. A good centerpiece of your slate. Uh our next film here, Creed 2. Uh Lego My Trophy, Dan and Sarah purchased that for fourteen dollars. Eh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Again, a big question mark. I mean, we talked about this on the stream. The first uh, Creed film did 109 at the box office. So a good amount. 14, probably a little high, but, you know. Yeah. We'll see. It's a unique film that time of year. It's not really, I don't know what it competes against. So it does stand a bit on its own. Like I said, Michael B. Jordan, really hot coming off of uh, Black Panther. Um, so I think this is a, a good opportunity for uh, for him. You know, on a on a personal note, uh, uh, and I just I just I don't know why I, I really want to say this. I I didn't really care for Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther. <gasps> I didn't care for him. I I know that everybody went really like kind of ham over him, and 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 they loved him in it. I I didn't think that was his best performance. I think he's a tremendous actor. Well, what I think was he, he acts better? Very at? well in other things. Um, he was better in in the Fantastic Wire. Four. You see the Wire. He was uh, great. Wire. He was no, like he was about he was about fifteen years old or fourteen when he did the, his role in the Wire. So, so and I, I think we're, he was excellent in that movie. Maybe I'm just holding him up to that standard. But, I think we both agree he's a fantastic actor. You just think he was fine in Black Panther. Yes, I, I don't. Th- yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think he crapped the bed or anything. I no. just don't. I don't think he was as good. People think that Killmonger is like the greatest villain. Well, any, but Marvel also I, has a lot of weak ass villains too. To be fair, I thought Loki was a better villain than him. Oh, I get. I'm tired of Loki. That's the thing. <laughs> they burned him. It was fun the first time. I, I I just thought he was a better villain, a better acted villain. So who? So then, who is better in Black Panther, Michael B. Jordan or Chadwick Boseman? Uh oh. Okay. Well, all right. Probably, probably Michael B. Jordan, but not by much. You're probably just going to go with Lapita Nyong'o and call it a day. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes, <laughs> Lapita Nyong'o. Yes. 
Andy Serkis. I, I thought that that um, I thought Black Panther was was a great actor. I thought that that was he did a phenomenal job as Black Panther. But uh, I don't no, know. I, That's I, just my sense. It's a fine. There's nothing wrong. And I agree with you. I didn't think it was a transcendent performance. I just think in the pantheon of Marvel villains, I think he's in, he's a top tier. It's just that they've had, I would go like him. Keaton is the vulture. I would, Loki. Put, I would put, yeah, Loki. And but then, then again, you got to think about, yeah, what other villains have they? Well, I mean, what about Thanos? Oh yeah, okay. I guess you got to throw him <laughs> Come in there. Come on, he's number one. But he's he was in like eight. He was. A, he's been in. You know, he's kind of like. He's been in all of basically all of them. Oh well, yeah, with with where Let's they're all together. He's been in the post credit scene. I also, he's, he's a great villain. I secretly love. Um, crap. What's the actor's name? Oh no, this is gonna really. But um, from the first Ant Man, he was the villain in the first Corey Stoll, who I just love Corey Stoll in anything he does. Um. First season of House of Cards, he was great. Str- the Strain, he was great in. And it's, Ant-Man is such a mediocre movie, but I just love Corey Stoll as the villain in that. I just had to say. Anyway, Creed 2, Matt, a fine purchase. Yeah. I don't know. $14, maybe high, maybe low. Hell if I know. I wouldn't have spent 14 on it, but. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but Corey Stoll, I, I, maybe it's because of his performance in House of Cards, which he was excellent in. Mm. I, I always think he should run for some kind of political office. Oh, I would I, so vote for Corey I envision Stoll. him as like a. Like a like a town mayor or something, or yep. like a maybe even maybe even like a house of rep. Yeah, yeah, he's so. do it. Corey Stoll for president, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, Ralph breaks the internet. Thirty dollars to Lego my trophy. Uh, same purchase price as Fantastic Beasts. Um, I mean, I'm going to jump right in and say I think that's a bit of an overbuy. I Ralph breaks the internet is such a weird movie to me because yes, the first one did well. Okay, it made money. It did um, $189 million, which is nothing to sneeze at, but it did it back in 2012, six years ago, mm. which is forever yeah. in kids' movies, and all of the early buzz around this film has been nothing but bad. Yeah. That, uh, I'm, I'm going to... Even, I'll even go more pessimistic than you. I, I think this is going to... This is going to be a wet, a wet fart of a movie. No, I mean, in terms I, of, in terms of box office revenue, I think it'll I, like hit you said, six years. That's the whole. That's what it comes down to is those six years, six years since 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 a Wreck It Ralph film. Well, that, think about think about the kids that went to see Wreck It Ralph are now teenagers. I think the thing about the first Wreck It Ralph though is the gimmick was that it was something new and fresh we hadn't seen before. The fact that it's a sequel totally negates that. Why am I going to see this movie? Because I loved the characters in the first movie. No, that's not why the movie was fun. Oh, Wreck It! What's up with the Wreck It Ralph crew? It's like who gives a shit? Like nobody cares about this the, movie. It was the it was the nostalgia factor. It was like oh look at all these old these video games. They're referencing about. It was the it was the Ready Player One factor. L- let's just throw a whole bunch of 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 memories and and nostalgia at you. Because it, it makes you feel good. You can remember the good old days. You know, it's I don't gonna know what be... this is going to do. What will this do? Will, will it reference a bunch of like, like uh, YMT, y, YTMND or something? Like Fortnite? What? No, yeah. I think, I think no, because they've already teased in the trailer. The big thing they're going for is all the princesses or all the Disney princesses have like a scene in it where all the princesses are hanging out together. But I have to imagine that's only a small part of the film, but that's what all the marketing has been around, which scares the shit out of me. Because it's like, if you only show one interesting part of your movie, what's the rest of it about? Well, well, you know, they did that in the first movie. They remember they had that like... Uh, Video game with all the villains, yeah. and had all the Bowser was there. Yeah. And but Gannon. that was one yeah. scene in a bigger movie. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
no one can tell me the plot. This the plot is Ralph goes to the internet. That's not a plot. That's a sentence. Like what is what happens? What is it about? Yeah, I mean, maybe they maybe they don't want to. Maybe they want to show and not tell. Maybe they they want to you know hold hold their cards back for that. But I, I I don't I don't think this is gonna I don't think this is gonna do much. It wouldn't surprise me to do a hundred or one fifty, but to spend thirty dollars on it is crazy. That's the same as Fantastic Beasts, and it's gonna do half if not less. So if I may like examine the psyche of this pick, I, I, I and I'm gonna get into the heads of Dan and Sarah here. Okay. I think maybe they place. chose yeah, really. <laughs> I think that they chose this movie. Um sorry, there was a bunch of dogs outside barking. They distracted. Okay. Big big Ralph fans. Yeah, clearly they're mad. They're 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 PO'd right now about about us uh tearing this this pick apart. But I think that I think that it, they when they chose this, they were they're really banking on the nostalgia factor. They're banking on the on the franchise because it is a good it is usually a solid bet to put money on sequels to put money on a world that's already established but like but six years is a long time well i bet they greenlit it the the month after it came out back in 2012 and then they just took forever to make it and shame on them you know agreed it doesn't make sense uh we we are really we're gonna be so we really got to keep moving here matt (laughs) i mean it's good stuff we gotta keep moving robin hood you Two bought butter. it. Five bucks. Congrats, buddy. All right. That, yeah, one, yeah, one, that was... one, the cheapest movie in the whole draft. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, the thing about a $5 movie is you can make profit on a $5 movie. I mean, it's only five bucks, but man, yeah. no one's going to give a shit about this movie. No, no. And, and I think that's that's why Again, we an international film. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Worldwide box office, maybe. Yep. Got Jamie Foxx in it. And whoever who I don't remember who's the other guy who's he uh, acting alongside, Jamie Fox and uh, oh Taron Egerton. Okay, whoever the hell that young is, young guy with abs, like in all these movies. Sure. Yeah. All right. He's, he's this, from this the Kingsman. Is... Oh, okay. Sure. Says, sure. Says the internet. I, like you said, international gross will do good. Domestic, no. Oh but man, five bucks is five bucks. On Box Office Mojo, there's a whole category of movies about medieval times. Can you guess what the highest grossing movie they say oh. is about medieval times? A uh, Knight's Tale or or Princess Bride. No, no. Uh, a Knight's uh, Tale Knight's... is six. A Princess Bride is 16th. What the but these hell? These are not adjusted for inflation. That's then that, that's a crime. I'm sorry. That, that's the fact that it's not in the top 10. Where's Robin Hood Men in Tights? Robin Hood Men in Tights is 12. It's more than The Princess Bride. Sad. Um... But that was also a good movie. So, what's number one? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, 1991's with uh, who was that? Kevin Costner. Yeah. Is number one? Is number one. After that is a 2010's Robin Hood with Russell oh, Crowe. That makes me want to throw up. Yeah. Honestly, that really does. Third then is again, Braveheart. it's not adjusted for inflation, like you said. And I hope to God, if they were to adjust adjust it for inflation. Princess Bride would be in the top the top three. It deserves to be. Knight's Tale deserves to be up there too. Knight's Tale deserves to be top five. Gosh. Yeah. Makes me want that literally makes me want to vomit. That Russell Crowe movie right. was a piece of shit. All right. It should not should not cool, have been. Cool your jets, two. buddy. Uh, <laughs> all righty. Uh, that's really mad. That's been Robin Hood. Uh, let's talk quickly about Second Act, that Jennifer Lopez comedy film. Team Seven bought it for seven dollars. Okay. 
Okay. Again, just coming out at such a crowded time. There's going to be so many movies in theaters right around here. Um, but this seems like a movie like your mom would go see. So, you know, that, that type of audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Forgettable. Fine. Mortal Engines. Uh, Lego My Trophy bought it for six. Again, okay. this this m- m- won't make any money. Gosh, yeah, we, you you could have. I think you could have scaled back these movies a little bit, like had, maybe trimmed the fat. A I little had to bit. have thirty. I had to have thirty because when you have six teams, you got to have enough movies for people to draft. The thing is, though, I you know I say you know every movie has to be purchased. The cheapest movie we've ever sold was, I think, four or five bucks. So nobody's ever mm-hmm. even bid a dollar and gotten a movie. So someone's bidding on these. That's pretty shocking. That's not on me. That's on you guys. Yeah. But then again, I mean, you can't lose money, right? A, a, a film very rarely is going to, you know, pull in zero dollars. No, yeah. I, you know, every, like that's, no. that can't happen. And and right? the other thing I'll point out is that every every team usually you're actually you were the only team who didn't leaves money at the end. So why not buy a five dollar movie when you end up? I mean, team seven, just as an example, left sixteen dollars on the table. All right. Buy a five dollar movie. You're not hurting anything as long as you have money left to buy right. the big stuff. And that's really the philosophy of, of how we came up with Robin Hood, Ad Astra, Hard Powder, and pretty much all of our movies except for Fantastic Beasts and On the Basis of Sex. Yeah. No, I think so. uh, I think Second Act, Mortal Engines, Robin Hood, all in that sort of cheap range. Uh, yeah, not terrible buys. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have a big purchase. Team 7 picked up Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse for $25. Probably, yeah, probably about one. right. That's going to be a big movie, big franchise Absolutely. film. Would you say top three in the draft? If I had to, just quickly, my top three, mm-hmm. oof, it's tough to do three, but if I were doing it, my top three would probably be Fantastic Beasts, Spider-Man, Mary Poppins Returns, but Lego Movie 2 is just a, such a close fourth, mm. is probably probably my top. What about you? Same thing. I would, I would say I'd put Lego Movie 2 higher so you what would you drop second interesting Um, i would drop mary poppins down mary poppins to to four to number four i mean that's our next movie here mary poppins purchased by gooper troopers for 25 dollars for me like i said incredibles 2 was a must own over the summer i think mary poppins returns is going to be big shockingly big money okay i want you to say yeah definitely sell me on this combination of recognizable brand that parents, that grandparents will take their grandkids to. Emily Blunt, Lynn Manuel Miranda doing music in the movie. The marketing power of Disney. It's around Christmas. They're going to shove this movie down. This will be more Beauty and the Beast than A Wrinkle in Time. This will be this. The buzz around this movie will be massive. Interesting. That that is my selling point. This. If if at the end of this you told me that was the number one movie of the winter, I would believe you. I truly do. Now maybe it won't be. I, I wouldn't call it a guarantee, but I think this has awesome potential to break out. Okay. Um, kids movies. It's all about kids movies, Matt. Yeah, kids movies I, I, and superhero films. I don't doubt it, but but what is it? What is it up against? What's the competition for that weekend? Um, well, the problem is it's right in that Christmas, so a bunch of movies are coming yeah. out. But let me tell right. you everything. So there's probably about eight movies coming out there. But let me tell tell me which of these are for kids. Second Act, Mortal Engines, Spider Man. I'll give you that one. Spider Man. I'll give yeah. you that one, but not for real young kids. 
No, yeah, it's, that's more the... I mean, Mary Poppins, I think, goes yeah. skews a little younger. Uh, Aquaman. Bumblebee. Yeah. Bumblebee could be kids. Yeah, but that seems a little gritty. Seems a little gritty to me. Holmes <laughs> and Watson with Farrell and, and Riley, not for kids. Um, no. Welcome to Marwin and On the Basis of Sex. I mean, there's nothing for kids. There's Spider-Man, but nothing for the real young kids. You know, this is like the, the Grinch-type audience, right? Where you can take the, yeah, a, little, a six-year-old to go see it. Will it will it be that though, or will it be more for the? Will it be more for like the older? Well, it's it's crowd. a good question, right? Where do you balance in the stuff for like kids the and the references for adults? Yeah, I mean yeah, it's a movie set in the nineteen twenties, I think, or the nineteen thirties. So how much of yeah. that will be for kids? I don't know. I but I think that Lin Manuel Miranda get all it needs is a Let It Go type song to break out of it. Holy shit! <laughs> Boom! Oh sure, yeah, you're printing money. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm I'm very I'm very hot on that movie. I will say. Or are people gonna or will parents be like Lin Manuel Miranda? That's the guy that swears a lot and raps. I'm not gonna Does take my kid. Does he swear a lot? That. Well, he's in Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah, but like just in general, he seems like a pretty. No, mild I'm talking guy. about like in his song. Then again, he also made that song for Moana. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I don't. I don't know. I think that's this is gonna be a real interesting thing to see play I mean, out i think it's gonna be successful either way it's just for me it's a question of yeah. does it slide into the top three of the we're winter talking, yeah we're talking top three yeah. talking top tier i like i said i think it'll do four or five I right, think it's right now matt do you well. think do you think it's gonna be which is gonna be more spider-man or mary poppins i'm gonna go with spider-man i'm gonna say i, you're, I, gotta, I have to go with you're Spider-Man. probably right but it's yeah. gonna be close it, it'll be close but i, I spider-man spider you're probably it's right still marvel at the end of the day that's true uh, speaking of other big franchise films, next up, Aquaman Mystery Team bought it for twenty. We also got Bumblebee purchased by Beef Nuggets for fifteen. Um, we talked a lot about. We Aquaman. did talk about Aquaman. What about Bumblebee? What do you think about Bumblebee at fifteen? Um, now uh, this is hard for me to to connect with on a personal level because I've never, I've never actually seen a Transformers movie. Not 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 a one. Not not a one. Not Ooh. a one. That would be a fun thing to do for the show. I have never seen a Transformers movie. I, I don't have any desire to see it. Oh my god, Matt. We are doing a Transformers marathon to see how long you can get through watching these movies. Because they only get worse. They only get worse. So it's like, because what, there are five I, of them? I have. I just have no loving memory for the Transformers franchise, Sean. I, I didn't grow up watching it. I didn't play with the toys. I have no knowledge of, of the lore. I, I did so I didn't care when it came out and and so I never I never watched any of the Transformer movies. That being said, it, it, from what the buzz that I'm getting from people that do like these movies and do or at least like this this franchise is that this movie is is going in a different direction apparently. It's got different Transformers or something. They're in different costumes or they look different, different appear they look more like the kids show from the 80s. Mm. So people like that. Also, my, Michael Bay has nothing to do with it. So, or at least that he's a, producing. A direct, he's not directing. right, but at a, not on a directorial yeah. level. So, th- I think people like that because a, a lot of people don't like him. Right. And I think it's because he's kind of he just kind of make he's every movie he has to have like explosions and shit. Like mm-hmm. it's not really about anything but the explosions and the CGI. At least that's his it's his internet meme version of him. So. Um, I think 15 is 15 is probably a little much maybe 
Well, I don't I, I don't know anything about the timing though. When is it coming out? Again, it's in that really busy weekend. That's what scares me is it's like it's coming out Oh, that's right. Within it's, days it's, it's like of Christmas Aquaman week, yeah. and a week after Spider-Man. It's like who's going to go see that over Aquaman or Spider-Man? Cuz yeah. I'm assuming it's the same audience, right? Um, yeah. I think this might beat Aquaman. I would be shocked. I would be floored. I think I no, I don't think that's so far of a stretch. Okay. I, I think that when it, when you're talking about kids movies, and also this is this is Aquaman we're talking about. Like it's a D, like you said, it's a, it's a DC movie. But I think it does have Aquaman. buzz going more buzz going into it than Bumblebee because it's Aquaman because it's coming off of Justice League. It's I, I just think like everyone is. I think people are more tired of Transformers than they are of DC movies. Hmm. I think the only thing that saves Bumblebee is if there's any critic praise on it when it comes out. Yeah. Because I think people are going to assume it sucks until someone tells them otherwise. And for the record, I liked the first Transformers movie with Shia LaBeouf. I thought it was kind of funny, and it's not that bad of a movie, and the rest of them were terrible, but that one was not bad. Okay. If you get a chance to see it, don't ever see the rest of them. They're horrendous. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Next up, Holmes and Watson, uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Ten dollars to Lego my trophy. I think this is more. You know, you look at Will Ferrell's career. Not all hits. You know, he's had a had a mix. For every anchor man, he had a you know get hard the house, <laughs> uh, semi pro the campaign. You know, he has his. It's it's a little Melissa McCarthy in that respect, where he has his his big ups and his big big downs. I think this is going to be a, more of a miss than a success. I think this is, like I said, I compare it to, to a movie like Get Hard, if you remember that one with um, Kevin uh, Kevin, Hart. Kevin Hart. That yeah. one did $90 million. Um, I think this could probably do do about the same. And for a $10 purchase, I think that's probably about right. Sure. Yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think that's a pretty safe bet on that one. I think that uh, Will Ferrell, as an actor... Uh, it, I think he just he takes on so many so many uh, jobs. He takes on so many roles, and and you know it's they're some of them are bound to fail. Some of them are bound to really uh, tank. And many of them have. And many of them have for, for whether it's it's the writing or just people are sick of Will Ferrell. I don't know, but I forgot he was I, in I so many of these. I, I, yeah, he's he's been in a lot of movies. Land I, of I, the I Lost. Think that, Yes, John C. Riley was in that. Yeah, he was. Uh, the campaigns, like I said, semi-pro. No, see, here's the, here's the thing, though. Oof. He is he is you know now acting again again with 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 uh, John C. Riley from Step Brother. Like, they're can they bring that magic? Can they recreate that magic? Because they I definitely it, had chemistry in that movie. But I think it being. Watson, I think it being Sherlock Holmes actually hurts them, not helps them. Because I think when they're playing like weird, offbeat characters who have, you know, like an anchor man or in something like this, I think that helps them more. As soon as they're Sherlock Holmes, you're like, oh, I don't want to see another Sherlock Holmes movie, even if it is those guys. Yeah. Uh, as a whole, I, I, I think we can agree that this isn't going to be too, nah. this isn't going to be anything to worry Mediocre. about. Mediocre. Um, yeah. welcome to Marwin with, uh, Steve Carell beef nuggets for seven bucks. Again, could be an awards breakout film, but otherwise this will be very small. Seven might even be generous. Yeah. It's just not a big movie. It's not, it's really not, not much to say about it. Nope. 
we ta- we talked I'm... about on the basis of sex, so I won't uh, reiterate our conversation on that. Ad Astra, you bought it for eight bucks. Uh, the Brad Pitt in outer space movie. Uh, big mystery. I, I literally couldn't even find what it was really about. So uh, this is psh, hell if I know. It wouldn't surprise me. This is in my like top three most likely to get pushed that I, you may get a replacement movie for. So um, I, I have, I guess $8 is fine. It's not a ripoff. I don't, I just have no idea what's up with it. Yeah. You want to know my, my theory on this and this yeah, is going to go be, for it. This is going to be completely out of left field. So listeners get ready for this one. This one's going to be a, a, a going, we're going off the tracks on this. So remember the movie, um, remember the movie gravity. I sure do. Starring, uh, Sandra Bullock and yes. George Clooney. Yes. Was it Sandra Bullock? For, I don't know. For some reason I thought it was, um, the other one that, that I always get confused with Sandra Bullock. She's got short black hair. Julia Roberts? No. That, that's who I always get confused with. Really? Her. Yep. And I don't know why, because they're not really that similar. No, I I was um I was thinking Anna Hathaway. She's oh, even less no, no, no. But No, it's definitely Clooney and Bullock. Yeah. So all right. So And so that did Clooney, that did two seventy four, by the way. Well, I, I'm thinking I know. That 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 movie, don't even get me started on that movie. But so Clooney. I'm thinking this movie here, Ad Astra, Pitt is playing a younger version of Clooney's character from Gravity. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of crazy, kind of, some people might say outlandish. They might say, what the hell, where did you get that from? But that's my thinking. That's, where did you get that from? So you know how Clooney, like he had that story about New Orleans and being in a cafe in New Orleans. It was in Gravity. Yeah. And he would say, talk about like the sunrise or something in a cafe. And Brad Pitt, I think is from, is he, he's from this, maybe he's not from New Orleans, but he might be from New Orleans or the South or something. That's, That's literally the only connection I have here. You're crazy, dude. That's bizarre. Like I said, it's, I mean, I think, yeah, I think he's a, he's a, uh, oh no, he's not from New Orleans. He's from Shawnee, Oklahoma, which, okay. I don't know. Eh, That's, that's, uh, that's my thinking. Yeah, go with it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just. I don't actually think that's what it's, what it's going to be about. I I just have to fill in the gap somehow. Like my Are you my... watching the baseball game? No, I'm actually I have the hockey game on. That was a cap. That was <laughs> that's a cap. worse. I I just had to flip I had to check the score. I By don't mind. Hey, look, I've watched football when we were doing the show before. So, I'm not going to I but I, you just kept turning away. I'm like, hey, you're watching <laughs> no, I, something, but I assume well, it's, but I'm it's like literally it's, it's the last 17 seconds of the game. So like he's not a big Dodgers. I, Brewers I have to fan. turn and, and check the score and I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, the devils are beating the crap out of the caps right now. Six to nothing. So I, anyway. I've also got, I've got several devils players on my fantasy team that I think are going to be doing well tonight. So Matt, we're almost done. Let's keep moving on here. Glass purchased by mystery team for $21. Uh, M night Shyamalan's conclusion to his big old franchise. A uh, big trailer came out today. I don't know if you saw it. New trailer. For uh, for Glass? For Glass, yes. It seemed pretty interesting. 
Didn't see it. Could Didn't be a uh, could be a nice pickup for them. I mean, uh, you know, twenty one dollars isn't cheap, but then again, if you still have that much money that late in the draft, might what as well spend it on something. About? What is Glass this? About? Is this is um, unbreak? I'm not Shyamalan's Unbreakable and Split. This is the third in the trilogy of those movies. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, that was crazy. I, I I I give him a lot of credit for that, for tying Split in with Unbreakable, just because. It's something I didn't think people saw coming. I think people were were kind of blown away by the ending, connecting men, kind of building a larger universe organically. I give him a lot of credit as a director for doing that. I mean, he, because, he's he, yeah. It's it's hard to it's hard to do. I mean, it's hard to to not just come out and say this movie is part of a larger universe and grow it organically in that way. In a way that was un- unexpected, that very Shyamalanian twist. It's good. I think he's ready for a comeback, and there's no reason why this. I mean, Split was a little bit of a comeback, so there's no reason why he can't keep it going with this. So, twenty one's mm. a big question mark, but then again, January's a very quiet time for movies, so it could be uh, a nice, nice pickup there. Um, next, we got Mether. You uh, and Heather picked up for nine bucks. Hard Powder. Liam Neeson kicks more ass in another movie. Yeah, I, I think even nine. Do- no offense, man. I think nine dollars might have even been overpaying. And this was this was toward the end, and we were That's just kind true. Of, we, we wanted we wanted to spill our cash. We wanted to be the one. We're, and surprisingly, we are the one group that spent all of our money. This this which time is great. Around. That although I did do the research, it, it, spending all your money doesn't make you more likely to win. So far, when we've done these, um, but you know, his last movie, The Commuter, only did about thirty six million. Um, his last you know, sort of, I meant to I meant to go and see that and then I totally forgot about it like most of America did a mil- yeah exactly yep uh, taken three eighty nine million yeah mm-hmm so interesting uh, uh, we'll keep moving here Lego movie two fifty one dollars to beef nuggets I mean they weren't really spending fifty one they were just kind of blowing out the rest of their money but uh, but that's that's gonna be a big movie that's gonna be a big yeah. movie I mean like we talked earlier Lego movie propelled you to a win a couple years ago um and i think uh, that's, a, that's a great kids movie to own wouldn't surprise me if that was a top five film so when we were when we were absolutely we were, when we were going in it, you know you, got, you have choices to make if if we had two hundred dollars instead of a hundred sure absolutely i would have i would have not even given it a second glance i would have bid the rest of it that i had on on lego movie too yeah it's a two hundred dollar shame movie. you got it you got it yeah you got to pick and choose so that was one of the ones that Heather and I had a discussion on. You know, do we want to go for Fantastic Beasts? Do we want to budget for Lego Movie Two instead? In the end, we, we the call we made was Fantastic Beasts, and we hope it it pays off. So it's so hard when it's that late in the draft because you got to yeah. really have an, a, a a really stay with hold all your money, and that's a, that's yeah. tough to do. So um, I, I get where you're coming from. You did get the next movie though, What Men Want for twenty one dollars. Now, of course, you didn't really pay twenty one. You were kind of spending the rest of your budget, but yeah. Um, but a nice little pickup there for you, the comedy film. Right. Like we said can't before, hurt. you know, it can't hurt. It can't hurt you. So yep. why not? Why not just spend the rest of your cash on it? It could be the difference between, you know, third and fourth place or something. Yep. Or third and second, something like that. So yep. I would try to get try to get movies where you can. Uh, then after that, last franchise film, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, the third in the in the uh, How to Train Your Dragon franchise, the first one did 217, the second one did 177, third one, I'll put it at 1125. Um, they picked it up for 49 Gooper Troopers, of course, it was their last film, so that was their money. Um, but, you know, a fine pickup. 
you know, it'll make yeah, some money for sure. 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 Um, and then our last movie, the rhythm section, $28 to team seven, um, a movie so vague. I, there's really no information about what it's even about other than it stars Blake lively. So I don't think anyone really cares. And the only reason it's included is because it was the very last movie before the weekend after it, um, is the release of captain Marvel from Marvel, which will probably be the first movie in our summer draft. So, mm. um, that's why it was not included. The rhythm section is probably going to be like, remember Drumline? It's going to be like a remake of Drumline, I bet. I mean, that's a good theory. I do know it just, is... Lo- just, ba- just solely based on the title. I don't know about anything else about the movie, but... I do know it is something about, like, someone is killed in a plane crash that was really a conspiracy, and that's and it's like a kind of a thriller movie, action movie. Okay. Why the rhythm section? <laughs> Not a clue. Dying to find out. Yeah. Just like we're dying to find out what the crimes of Grim, Grimbleman 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 and his terrible oh, and his, and his oh, fantastic oh. crimes crimes of Grinderman. we'll find <laughs> out what his, what his crimes are I like that um, alright uh, Matt why don't we do this because uh, we are definitely over in time but that's okay we're not paid by the minute um, let's look at the teams here and let's wrap up by picking maybe a team or two you think did a really bad job and a team or two you think did a really good job. And I, I can go first or if you have any, if you want to start, I want to jump in, I'll jump in first to okay. say the team that I think, uh, I, I, I liked their picks and, uh, if we want to talk trades, you know, maybe Which they might be open to some I trades. I do want to point out. Ever, including the first one all these years, a trade is legal in the movie league, and no one yeah. has ever even suggested doing one, and I would love nothing more than a trade. Um, I, yeah, I think that would be fun. I think that would be a fun thing. Um, the team that, that is kind of standing out for me right now, and, and I'm going to exclude us, uh, I really like... I really like Colby and Emily. I like their I like their lineup. I like First Man. I think is going to do real well. I think Spider Man is going to kill it. That's the problem, though. The problem is that it kind of stops there. But those two movies could they propel them to victory? Not likely, but maybe, maybe. I I, I do like the, those two picks, though. I like them in tandem. Um. Other than that, I think that uh, I think Bra- Kaylee and Brian are going to do real well. Lego Movie Two is going to destroy it. I think maybe they have, they, if I'm looking at all of them, I think they may have the best chance of winning right here. Lego movie two, goosebumps two and bumblebee. I mean, they, they got some real good picks there and I may be, I may be giving too much credit to goosebumps two right now, but Lego movie two, there was a day, there was a time when, when that would be enough to, to solidify a victory The mm-hmm. problem here. I think that everybody, Everybody kind of solidified a uh, like a solid pick. The only one I'm looking at right now, and I'm going, maybe they didn't, is the mystery team, because Venom is kind of their big draw right there. But then again, we we don't know what the power of the Grinch might be. It's a question mark. So they get, what they have to hope for is they have to hope that Bohemian. They have to hope that Grinch Grinches is gangbusters and they have to hope that Bohemian Rhapsody becomes the mystery hit for the mystery team. And, and I just don't see that happening, but maybe they know something we don't. So fair enough. That's my, that's my take on it. That's my, my, my strong pick is beef nugs. Weak pick is mystery team. 
Matt, I love that we aggressively disagree on this. Okay. I strongly disagree with your picks, and here's why. First of all, my team who fell on their face, and I'm so sorry to say this, don't take it personally, Dan and Sarah, Lego My Trophy, they have nothing. They have nothing. Halloween, Creed 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Mortal Engine, Holmes and Watson. That is an awful slate. I'm sorry, guys, and I feel for them, and I don't know what... And they still have $27 left. That's the shame. I don't yeah. know what happened to them. Mm-hmm. They didn't buy anything. Baffling to me. So I feel bad. I'm sorry, guys, but I just have to be honest. That's a week slate. Who is my favorite, Matt? It, can you believe it? I have, I'm going to pick. I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to pick who I think my top two are. Okay. Um, I, I think you're right in that everyone pretty much got one big movie. The question is who got more than one big movie? And for me, I look at your team. Fantastic Beast is great. I, I, I really wish, because I, I was looking at the math, right before you bought on the basis of sex, you had over $50. If you had just held on to it and bought the Lego movie, I would have said you were the, the team to beat. Yeah, that's we 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 put we so, you know we we made we made our call. That's our call. It we'll is see. what it is. I still I still maintain. I'm I think that there's you. a lot of there's a lot of angry women out there that are gonna flock through the theaters to see on the basis of sex. I'm rooting for you on that. I will say beef nuggets. I got Lego Movie too, but I don't think Bumblebee is gonna be big enough, and everything else is kind of nothing. Burger Team Seven, Spider Man, great again. Everything else, small potatoes. I like Gooper Troopers, and I like Mystery Team, and here is why: Gooper Troopers. A Star is Born, Modest Hit, Nutcracker, question mark, Mary Poppins, Could Be Big, and How to Train Your Dragon. I mean, these are solid. That's four really solid films. And if Mary Poppins really does become a top one or two of the draft, I think they've got a really good shot at winning. And I like Mystery Team, and the reason why is because I think they're surrounded again by a lot of really solid hits. I think The Grinch is going to do really well. It's an animated kids movie. I think Aquaman and Venom together... Look, they're two superhero movies. Are is either one going to be the biggest of the year? No, I think they're going to do well. And Glass, I think, could be a surprise hit. I think they're riskier plays, but I think though I like those two teams. The only thing that's going to kill either of their chances of winning is if one of the if is if Fantastic Beasts or Spider Man does some does Avengers money and we're all surprised and then just I mean blown out of the wall. As I pointed out, Avengers alone made more than your team did in the summer draft. No offense, Matt, but that's if you get the right movie, it doesn't matter what other movies you have. That's it. It's it really that's what it comes down to. It's it's all about picking the right movie. Um, um as I'm as I'm doing this, as we go further into the draft, I'm finding that there aren't there aren't really a whole lot of surprises. There are fewer surprises than you expect. Yeah. Right? I think you there's 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 kind of a trick to this. Um maybe it's because I want to believe that there's gonna be a surprise hit. Maybe that's why we picked on the basis of sex. Maybe, maybe I'm hoping that's going to be. I love it. Surprise. I want people to to do crazier shit. I want people to try new (laughs) strategies. I don't want people to just be like, Oh, I'm going to put all my money on fantastic beasts. Like that's boring. That's, that's kind of what it's getting to be is like, if, if you, if you stand by the predictable hits and play the hits, you know, you're going to win. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe it's cause I was kind of rooting for the, Rooting for that uh, that uh, lesser known movie or, or something like that. I I still think it's gonna it's gonna do really well. I think that just given the climate that we're in today, I don't think it's a movie that would have made any any stretch of maybe it wouldn't even make a hundred thousand. Uh, 
if this were if it came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. If it came out in 2014, certainly not. But because it's coming out in 2018, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna do real well. Um, now that's a risk. That was our gamble, like I like I had uh, said before, but. We'll see. The Devils just won. They just won big. So. Oh, boo! Devil is bad. Angels are good. <laughs> devils are bad. Don't be rooting for the devil. The NJ Devils, man. Um, your New oh. Jersey Devils. That's right. Um, no, Matt, I, I, it's going to be fun to watch. We're going to be tracking it all winter long right here on the show and on our website, upfordebate.tv slash movies. You can check out the full list, see what everyone drafted. Um, and every Monday we update the spreadsheet. You can also follow us on Twitter at up for debate TV and I tweet out the updates every week. So it's the best way to find out how our players are doing as the year goes on. And then come March, we'll be drafting a whole nother slate. So it's a ton of fun. We appreciate all the, all of our teams and all of our players for joining us last week. Again, if you haven't seen that episode, episode 123 of the show, check it out, uh, especially the video version. You can actually see us drafting. Um, you can see the little draft matic and see as the drafts come in. It's a lot of fun. So make sure you check that out. That's on our website, upfordebate.tv. Go there and check it out. We've got all of our past episodes as well. Get caught up. Um, and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. Matt, big announcement. All right. The Coffee and Beer Podcast Network is now on Spotify. Get your podcasts where you get your music. We did it. We sure did. Uh, This show, Don't Panic, and Game Nights are all now available right now for download on Spotify. If that's where you like to listen, we're there. So subscribe there or anywhere. We've made the big time. I, I have mean, to say, that's, that's, that deserves some champagne. That's a, that's a toasting moment right there. I mean, I know you're asking yourself, Sean, don't they just let anyone do that? And the answer is maybe. Um, but but we are there. So check us out there and on YouTube as well. The answer the is they let us do it. So probably. That, that's right. That's right. They let you guys in? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly correct. Um, we got to wrap up here. We appreciate everyone hanging in for this extra long episode. Hope you enjoyed this deep in-depth analysis on the movies uh we'll have to see how right we are um but we'll definitely be back next time with another great topic and fun discussion here on the show on behalf of matt i'm sean thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time for another great adventure here on up for debate This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.